All right, so it has been two weeks, and I have been feeling under the weather for a few days now, so I apologize for feeling sounding so nasally, but I honestly didn't want to wait another second. I literally have my laptop in my kitchen as I'm recording this because I've put it off for a while now, and I want to come bring attention to the to the reason, and it's not that I have to justify myself for taking a little hiatus from this. Um but I know that I made a commitment to myself and after the first week I kind of felt down and like was getting, I I was sulking a little bit. The fact that I let a week go by and I didn't do what I'm doing right now. Meaning like, okay, it didn't happen on a Tuesday. Well, it could happen on the Wednesday. It could happen on Thursday. And I went through my head and I was just like, you know what? It's not happening, but that's okay. And when I'm ready, I'll jump back in. So here I am taking my throat spray, drinking my water and jumping back into this. And I wanted to take note because I was thinking and reflecting on this over the weekend, thinking about how I put this off and like what may have stemmed from that or have the reason. And I was thinking back to a conversation, a really thoughtful conversation I was having with my friend. And she had mentioned that she had listened to this podcast. And after a few of the episodes, she was deeply concerned with where I was at and maybe where I was even headed. And very understandable, I was being really vulnerable in the last couple of episodes and even feeling a little triggered by them. So I you know, was emotional during them. And that to me, hearing that from her and then also just reflecting on, on those specific episodes, I did realize that I was using the this podcast to have another way of expressing myself. And although I do love that, I didn't want to process things so much so in the episodes themselves. I could have realizations, I could have those aha moments as I'm coming to, you know, just speak to these, give these stories a voice. And that's the whole purpose of self-reflection is to give your emotions a voice so that they can shift and work out of you. So they're not bottled up inside. And knowing that I was doing that during these episodes, I felt the need to turn inward. So I've taken these two weeks. I have done another deep dive. I feel like I've done a lot of these deep dives recently, but using this tool that I've come across and and really engulfed myself in because I'm in a certification program. So it's very intensive. I'm learning. I'm going through trainings. I'm going through masterclasses. I'm doing hours and hours of work of uh, emotional freedom technique tapping. And so I, I, I relied on that tool. I relied on that tool and the people that I'm surrounded with in that community to help me through this time and to not make what I was feeling or like projecting it on someone else or using it in a way where I was speaking about it, but not really healing from it. So I've taken the time and I've done a lot of clearing and this has been, it's, it's crazy because like each week starts totally different, I feel like. And there's things that I pull from the week prior, but at the same time, there's so many things that have happened on such a small scale to what would be the outsider's view. But inside my little world, <laughs> there's been some really drastic turns and shifts. And it's hard to explain to people what's happening on the inside 
when there's no physical evidence to showcase it. And I think that's even as someone who's going through those shifts, really monumental shifts inside, internally, to to be in the spot. And I'm, I, I'm coached and I'm mentored through this. So I, I, I can accept it and I'm more accepting of it daily when I remind myself of this. But it's like things happen on the inside world and then you just you're wait you're waiting and you're like anticipating it to change on the outside of you and you're like wait what what's happening like i did all this work like i i cleared all this energy i got rid of all this like junk that i was holding on to all this control and i've released it and like okay so now my life is supposed to be so different now where is it happening i'm not receiving where's the reward and your mind can get caught up. And it's that anything, anytime you, you start doing something, uh, I'll relate it to the weight loss journey. Oftentimes, especially when you're circling back around to weight loss. So you've done it before, then you've regained it for, for whatever reason. Seasonal changes happen and you've put on 20, 30, maybe even 40 pounds, okay? You come back to this place of wanting something different for yourself, changing your behaviors, changing your habits, and you start, you start in the same way in which you did before. And you have the enthusiasm, you feel like you have that motivation to do well, and all your efforts, you're putting forth all this effort, but then you're like, wait, I'm doing all this and I'm not seeing the results. What's happening? What's wrong with me? Why isn't it working? And the uncertainty and the doubt will creep in. And the doubt creeps in and it's like, okay, how much longer can I handle this? How much longer can I withstand putting out all this effort and not reaping the benefits, right? So I think it's important to understand why you do something. Is it for the reward? Oftentimes when we're focused on the reward, we're focused on an outcome, the achievement, right? And we are conditioned from an early age to expect a reward, okay? It starts at potty training ages, right? You go on the potty, during potty training, you go on the potty, you're given, usually there's like a, a little treat, um, an M&M, a Skittle, um, a chocolate chip to congratulate that child for doing the right thing, for using the bathroom appropriately. And that goes on further and further into our lives. And Let's take the big prospect of like, okay, you go to work sometimes, most often to show up so that you're waiting for the reward. The reward is the paycheck, whether it's weekly, biweekly, or monthly, you are going in with the intention to receive the reward being the paycheck, the reward being the resource outside of you. And what I've learned and embraced even more so recently, is the reason behind doing something is not for the external reward. It's actually for the internal reward. It's the peace. It's the happiness. It's the fulfillment. It's the satisfaction of just doing something that I love. It's the satisfaction of uh, doing something that I once was scared of, but I did it anyways. It's the satisfaction of showing up for myself in a way that I never showed up for myself ever before in my life, right? So it's Putting the focus somewhere else can make a world of difference when it comes to uh, changing something in your life. 
starting something new to having, you know, just taking this idea that patience, what is the saying? Patience is a virtue. Absolutely. When things feel rushed, when things feel like they have tons and tons and tons of pressure, it, it may happen for you, but honestly, it doesn't feel that much better. It doesn't feel like, I don't feel like the satisfaction or the fulfillment is there when it happens really quickly. Uh, let's take, for instance, immediate gratification or immediate results, right? So let's, <laughs> I'd love to think of the idea of like winning the lottery. Yeah, sure. It, it happens. It happens every day, maybe every week, right? Um, but we're, we're known the knowledge is out there. The research is out there. The statistics are out there that say that people that win millions of dollars in the lottery spend it really quickly. And they actually run themselves into debt. And before they might not have even had debt, they might have had very little money, right? But they didn't have big, massive debt. And they actually run themselves into debt. And there's all other kinds of problems that come with giving out your money, or maybe maybe you hoard it, and that's there's also problems with that. People, friends, and close family members will pull you in in both of these directions of like, okay, give it to me, no, keep it, you deserve it, and then you're stuck in this question of like dwelling on if you're doing making the right choice because you've been given or gifted all this money, and you've never known how to quote unquote manage your money. Right? So something that came really fast to a person, something, a really big gift, a really big reward can easily be forgotten or taken advantage of, misused. Um, and quite frankly, not appreciated. The same way as someone who built a business and you know started from the ground up in the first year you know, was in the red, didn't even cut themselves a paycheck more than like $20,000. And then the second year, they tripled that, you know, then they're making 60,000. And then within five years, they're making, you know, four or $500,000. They've done so much work to get there. They've been through the struggles, they've been through the mistakes, they've learned the lessons, they've done all that. And the process to get there kept them going. So there was some point of the part of the process that kept them going. It has to be that the process awards a person with intrinsic value. Can you see that? I mean, I'm just going to pause and let you think about that for a second, right? The process has to offer intrinsic value or reward in order for it to continue, right? Because if someone doesn't make money in the first six months, are they going to keep going if they don't enjoy it? It's the same thing with exercise and weight loss, right? If you don't enjoy it, if you're not really getting anywhere and you're like, hey, I'm like, I'm getting a little bit stronger, stamina's up a little bit. Uh, I really wanted to lose weight, but I haven't really lost any weight. Uh, but wow, do I love my classes or man, I love showing up with my trainer at the gym. It's like, it's the best two hours of my week. To be honest, like that's, I look forward to those two hours. And when I was a personal trainer, I know that my clients really did enjoy that. They, and that was my, that was an objective of mine that I would help this person who's, who's paying me for this great service, 
then I'm going to offer an unbelievable service for that hour so that they really enjoy it. Sure, exercise is not comfortable. Going after your dreams and doing things that scare you are not comfortable. These things are not comfortable. They're not meant to be comfortable. When I first started showing up for these episodes, I had to script them because I didn't feel comfortable. I still did it. I still put it out there. I still claimed it as my own. I still used my voice. I still wrote it from my heart, right? These things do not feel comfortable. And the more you do them, the more they do feel a little less uncomfortable. And you actually get more comfortable feeling uncomfortable. Showing up for lives, talking to people, messaging people that, you know, may not really know me. This is part of my business. And you know what it's given me an opportunity to do? The more I trust myself, the more confidence I have in myself, the more love I show for myself, the more it extends outwardly. I don't go to many places. I see the same, you know, 10 people week in and week out, basically. I like to keep my circle small, but at the same time, I I start conversations with people and employees at Trader Joe's. I love the energy in Trader Joe's. I love starting conversations with people at Lifetime. I love, you know, I love starting conversations with random people. I love putting smiles on people's faces because you know what? I'm smiling. I'm smiling from the inside already. And when I have those types of conversations, I am smiling outwardly even bigger. Doesn't how small doesn't matter how small or large that impact of the conversation was. And to be honest, when my daughter is involved in that conversation or even starts that conversation, I can tell immediately how quickly that person's mood shifts. It's an incredible opportunity and an observation to witness. It literally warms my heart every time I see it. This girl, I can, her light shines brighter than a million lights. It is so massively bright. And I take that to my heart. And I realize that if my light, if I allow my light to shine as bright as hers, whoa, what my life can feel like, what it already feels like, but take it and don't go tenfold, right? Or how much that could spread. One bright light is contagious. I see it with my daughter. I see it right in front of my eyes. I witness it every single day. I get compliments. She gets compliments, but they tell it to me how special she is, how kind she is, and I remind her of it every day. God made you so special. God made you with such a big heart. You are so kind. Right? I remind her of this every day. And those reminders are reflected on me because as soon as I had my child, scratch that, not as soon as I had my child, because about a year into my daughter's life, I was going through some really um, depressive cycles. But I remember looking at her in those moments um, and 
realizing that something as special as this little girl came from me, that came from God, has to exist in me. At that point in my life, I was not telling myself kind things. And if I did, it was so very rare. And then once I did the work, I really started caring about myself. I really started accepting and appreciating myself and my worth. Speaking kindly to myself became much easier. And I was reminded every time I spoke gently and kindly to my daughter, I was reminded to do the same for me. We are mirrors. Our lives are mirrors. So what we put out into the world is reflect. It was a reflection of who we are. I'm reminded of that daily. Anytime, and it doesn't happen often anymore. I've released so much in the past three months using EFT tapping. I don't get triggered by anger. I don't get triggered by criticism. I don't get triggered by jealousy. I am slightly triggered, but not nearly as triggered as I was before in comparison. My own judgment and comparison, right? So knowing that these can happen, these exist on the outside and where they come from, where they stem from, I am not, I do not take it personally. I can show up for myself. I can hear things that shouldn't be said, that don't sound nice, and not take offense to them. I can move on. I don't have to take them personally. This has been such a, a huge shift. And I am so grateful for the fact that it has happened at the very beginning of my 30th year of life. 29 revolutions around the sun. And here I am. I just turned 30. And wow. Guys, I can't even express, like I said in the beginning, it's so hard to express these changes for you to believe it. And you don't have to. That's okay. I believe it. I feel it. That's most important to me. I share these messages because I want to share the hope. I want, I want to allow you to listen and learn from the experiences that I've gone through the lessons that I've learned so that you yourself can believe that in a world of so much fear and sadness and chaos, we can be calm, content, loving human beings, starting from the inside, from ourselves, within ourselves, loving ourselves unconditionally, using our voice, using a very powerful voice that comes from love and compassion. And this is not something that comes easy, right? If you think about how many years you've been trained otherwise and seen otherwise and dictated otherwise and what's been accepted otherwise, it's a hard concept to break. It's a hard behavior to break. I will, I, I know this. I realize this. I accept that. 
but know that it is a it is a beautiful transition to go from a state of disbelief, anger, frustration, disconnect into a world of simplistic beauty that's ruled by love and compassion. This is possible. And I want you all to know that. I'm going to stop there. And I really, truly am so thankful for you showing up. I'm thankful for you to take the time to listen and to grow from these conversations. And I'd love for you to leave a review, share uh, share your little experience with me as I get started, offer any suggestions. That's part of the review is for me to learn from this experience as well. I'm trying to make it better and better every time I show up. And I hope to see you again next week. And by see, I mean, I hope that you join me next week in listening to the All in Harmony podcast. Have an amazing day and have a wonderful week. I'll see you later.